How do you define a relationship? Welcome everyone to another edition of Partners in Marriage. I'm here, Dr. J, and it's always a privilege to be able to come and share with you something that I believe will encourage, inspire, and challenge you in your relationship with your spouse. Today, we're going to spend more time on just relationships in general. Uh, and to build upon that, as we talk more about the specific relationship with you and your spouse, a lot of times we view relationships so differently that we really don't understand the other person nearly as well as we should. So today I want to talk with you about relationships and how you define them. And maybe your definition of relationship is somewhat different from that of your spouse. Hey, Stay tuned and follow us on our website at www.partnersinmarriage.com. Keep that in mind. Now, when I talk about relationship, I usually put them in four basic ones that you're going to have for your spouse. And that is, of course, first, friendship, which is something that doesn't require anything of the person. You just like them. You're there when they're good. You're there when they're not so good. And you're there to help them get back to what they know as good. Then you've got what we call fellowship. And that is when you start to find that you have so many things in common that you like being around the person because it's more than just mm, the thing that we do and hanging out with each other. But we start to think a lot alike. We feel pretty much the same way about our uh, relationship with God uh, with money, with uh, communicating, the depth of our communications, uh, sincerity, uh, and those values, core values that we call respect, responsibility, uh, being a good citizen, uh, caring for each other, those sorts of things. Then we can build a, what we call partnership. Partnership, again, is that time when you are able to help each other reach the kind of goals or the specific goals that he or she has in mind. And you're there to support, to encourage, and to challenge them sometime as well. And finally, companionship. That is when you have decided that this is the person that I could spend the rest of my natural life with and enjoy and go through the ups and downs of life with them. So that's understood, that that's gonna be the given for today. However, when we talk about relationship, that you have before you meet this person that you plan to spend the rest of your life with, or maybe the conversation is coming up here and there. It's hard to do that if you hadn't have, or you struggle with the relationship with your parents, your siblings, uh, people who are in authority over you. If you struggle with those relationships, it's going to be very difficult to make this one work and keep it going. Maya Angelou said this, that is a naked person cannot clothe you. In other words, if I'm not full of what I need myself, if I don't have the completed version of respect, the completed version of love, I cannot pour or cover you in love because I don't have it myself. That's why it's important for you and the person with whom you plan to spend the rest of your life. And if you're like me, you've been in it for some time, you have to sit down and discuss, have good conversations now. This is about your relationships. 
What does relationship mean to you? What does trust mean to you? Uh, what does it mean to be a husband? Or what does it mean to be a wife to you? And uh, what does it mean to honor someone? Asking those kind of questions. What, what is your biggest fear of going into relationships? When you begin to ask these kinds of questions, what happens is you can have deep conversation, find out where the weaknesses are, strengths are, and if you need counseling from a clergy or a professional therapist, then you can get that done as part of your journey of love. And certainly before you commit to the I do part, it's important to be able to answer those questions. So if you get that, you, you see people have a difficult time in trust. Uh, you can see it in the conversations. And I've given this before in one of our sessions about the signs of a very bad relationship. You can tell some things that's going on when a relationship is toxic and you don't want to be a part of that. You can, you can be, be honest, see it before it happens, before you say I do, before you accept the ring or give the ring to this sweet person that's sweet at times and volatile at others. You can tell uh, and then you can talk about it, try to get it straight before you get into it because we as human beings have the ability to change, but it takes effort. It takes continual reminding. Uh, to create a habit takes about 21 days, a new habit. That's why we have the 21-day love journey and we have people to practice these uh, different ways to express love to each other after they have discussed what makes another person happy. And when you start looking at the responsibilities of wives and husbands, and you're moving from a person who was serving in the home to his parents or her parents, now you're considering the relationship that you have with your siblings, if you had siblings. Uh, you're looking at the relationship that you have with people who have authority over you, uh, your clergy, your supervisor, your school teachers, educators, et cetera, et cetera. How, what kind of relationship did you have with them? Not too long ago, my mom and I had this conversation. We were talking in detail, in depth, about four people that we lost, the same four people that we lost, and how the relationship was different, yet we had the same four people in our lives. Uh, she lost a, a mother, and I lost a grandmother. She lost a husband, I lost a father. She lost two sons, and I lost two brothers. And understanding the different way that we grieved because of the fact that our relationship with them was totally different. And you have to understand that when people have different relationships coming up in life, then that's gonna make a big difference in the way they handle things with the person with whom they decided to marry. So when you ask them these questions and you're talking about relationship, then you also want to know uh, about honor. What does it mean to your spouse to honor? And define that uh, to them. Have them to define it to you. Because once you get a clear understanding of what honor uh, and these vows that we take 
make and mean, then you can do it rightly. I, I always like, uh, not always, but when I bring a couple back to me, uh, they come back to me and we're talking about uh, what struggles they're having. I'd like to remind them of the vows that they took and what we said at that altar. As a matter of fact, most times I will tell them when all of this uh, hoopla is over here at the front and everyone has come down the aisle and people have oohed and awed over the colors and the movements and the songs and all the great things. And we're running through uh, and you're skipping even on the video, skipping this part about vows that we're taking. And you get to a point where it's a little, a little tough. I want you to go back past all the other things and only listen to the vows that you made with each other. And in those vows, we usually spend some time uh, with the word of God, with the things that are deep, things that causes a person to make choices beyond your emotions. Dr. Tony Evans sh shared this with us in a meeting once. He said, you never make a decision from your emotions because emotions do not have intellect. It's just a bunch of feelings. You make decisions from sitting down, as David said, count up the cost before you go into war. And before you start this thing that you plan to do, count up the cost. That's what we're talking about. And it's, it, as you look at the many different ways that we, we build a relationship with each other and how important it is to honor and understand what that means, you also have to ask your upcoming spouse or spouse-to-be what is the biggest fear you have about a relationship uh, coming into one and on this area, the husband or the wife? Because many times uh, when we think about the number of bills that we are going to pay or we think about the responsibility, the level of communication, being able to share with each other. There are lots of people who marry in different cultures. They've crossed the line internationally and met someone that they love who was raised in a different country, only to find out that their trust is a different word by definition and the practice than the one who is asking the question. And when you do that, it helps because you want to find out how we're going to deal with this. Now, everything works well if we can attack the problem and not the person. If you're spending time trying to figure out on your way home or wherever you're going or coming from, what you're going to do. You got your defense ready. You're armed to the teeth and you're ready to take them out. Well, that's not going to work. What you want to do is discuss, sit down and say what we're going to do is spend some time talking about what the issue is. And we're going to do it as a team, not attacking each other. We're looking at it as a third entity in this relationship. And what is this thing that is causing us to have the issue? Again, one of the things that you have to remember is the challenges most marriages come to the head of either miscommunication, finances, religion, and intimacy. And when you get around those things, and you're not able to discuss them without feeling like your partner is attacking you, then you've got a real challenge there. But you can change that. You can work on that and make it better. That's what it's all about. The love journey 
is like I say in our conclusion all the time, it's not a destination, it's a journey. So that's what marriage is. It's not a destination. You're not going to reach a place of the pinnacle or the plateau. You're going to continue and life is going to shift and change and you're going to get better and adjust and monitor and talk and pray and get some counseling and go to some of the workshops that you have always said, nah, we don't need that. And you're going to spend some time with other people and you're going to start paying it, paying it forward. And you're going to find yourself saying, you know what? It really is a journey. And it's not bad if you understand what you need to do and then make that choice fresh every single day. So defining relationships with your spouse and then rediscovering how much has changed since we have been together or you got a chance to date or you've got this opportunity to see me in a tough situation. Has anything changed or are we still on the same sheet? Do you think we can make a music together? Can we draw a great uh, Van Gogh <laughs> together? Here we go. Talk about it. You'll find out what you got there. Guys, it's been great. It has been great sharing with you today. And I'm looking forward to doing the same thing the next time. And remember, marriage is not a destination. It's a journey of love.